28 Nisan, Chafches Nisan, Tzadik, His Praise, 275. I said to the Rebbe, perhaps this is the meaning of the saying, the son of David will only come when no one is paying attention. Sanhedrin, 97a. In other words, no one will think that this is him. But in truth, he has already come, and here he is. He agreed with me and said that this was the meaning of, and their king shall come from themselves. Jeremiah 30.21 Then the Rebbe grew excited and exclaimed, It was in fact Rabbi Nachman who said this in Tractate Sanhedrin 98b, If he, the Mashiach, comes from those presently living, then I am he. As it is written, And their king shall come from themselves, speedily in our days. Amen. Editor's Note this took place after the Rebbe had given his lesson, No, There Are Differences Between Torah Lessons, in Likutei Moharan 2, 28. Reb heart was so moved by the deep awesomeness of the Rebbe's words that they literally burned inside of him like a flame. He could in no way contain himself, so that even with everyone else present, he spoke openly, saying, Perhaps this is the meaning, etc. Also in public, the Rebbe said, People assume that when the Mashiach comes, there will be no death. This is not so. Even the Mashiach himself will also die. 276. I heard from someone else that the Rebbe said he was aware of troubles which were going to befall the Jewish people, God forbid, before all the other tzaddikim. This was because he knew of the decree and the trouble when it was still in the root. Only afterwards would the matter come to the knowledge of the other tzaddikim. The reason for this, said the Rebbe, is that I know my true lowliness, and because of this I know the true greatness and holiness of the Jewish people, and how precious and exalted they are in God's eyes. They were drawn and taken from a most awesome and exalted place. This is why I know everything before the other tzaddikim. In the merit of the Rebbe, may God take pity upon us and annul all the harsh decrees and turn everything wisdom. good. His Wisdom 120 the Rebbe once quoted the verse, Be strong and brave, all who hope in God. Psalms 31.25 The Rebbe stressed, All who hope in God. You may not be worthy of holiness or devotion, but you can still hope. In this way, you can be strong and brave. No matter what happens, never let anything discourage you. Even more, you should encourage others not to be dismayed, no matter what happens. You may be aware of your own failings, but still, this should not prevent you from encouraging others. It is easier to inspire others than to strengthen yourself. Thus, our sages teach, a prisoner cannot free himself from prison. Brachot 5b There is nothing worse than discouragement. It is written, do not be afraid or terrified. Deuteronomy 23 The Talmud interprets this in relation to warfare. Do not be afraid of the hordes of troops, or terrified of the sound of the war horns. If you want to be religious, you will also encounter many battles. You will have to be brave in the face of the hordes of troops and the sound of war horns. You will have to face many such things. You must take a stand and not surrender your ground, no matter what you encounter. Anticipate God's help, Shabbat 31a, and do not stray from Him. The Talmud says about war, Retreat is the beginning of defeat. Sota 44b. How can you run from God? It is written, Where can I flee from you? If I mount up to heaven, you are there. If I descend to hell, you are there. Psalms 139, 7-8. God is everywhere. You must be very stubborn in your devotion. You may feel far from God, 
but do not discourage others. Do just the opposite and strengthen them in every way you can. Speak to them with words that restore the soul. Psalms 19.8 Do this and eventually you will also be affected and be worthy of the true Alphabet devotion book. to God. Money B23 The charity a person gives to the poor of the land of Israel causes him to prosper monetarily. 24 Fires rage in the world in order to consume the wealth associated with idolatry. 25 When a new king or minister takes over, people's livelihood is renewed and changes. 26 when a person's livelihood comes from the business he does with Gentiles during their holiday season, or even at other times of the year, but involves his doing something that strengthens the worship of idolatry, his wife's menstrual flow will begin soon after her ritual immersion. 27. A person who causes a rift between husband and wife, talking to the husband about how beautiful his wife is and telling the wife degrading things about her husband, will, because of his actions, find it difficult to earn a living. 28. A person is sometimes spared having to rend his garment in mourning because his merchandise and property are spread out and not located in one area. 29. The most successful businessman of a town is the light of the town. 1. Lesson number 66. 8. Anyone who needs other people for his livelihood, or even if he has his own livelihood, but he has a craving for honor and esteem, which is also a form of needing other people, since he needs their honor and esteem, such a person is liable to fall into great falsehood during prayer. More specifically, he may make false movements while he is praying to impress other people, due to the fact that he needs them for livelihood or for honor or the like. Even if a person has a certain degree of piety and he is not a complete fraud and imposter, nevertheless, when he needs other people for something, it is extremely difficult for him to pray with absolute honesty and sincerity. For even though he would be too ashamed of himself to purposely put on false airs while he is praying, and he wants to pray honestly, his truth ends up being most abundant indeed. In other words, such a person deceives himself and makes some gesture or claps his hands or the like in order to impress other people for their money, their honor, and so on. Meanwhile, he deceives himself and finds some pretext in his own mind as to why he really does need to make that gesture while he is praying, thereby covering over his falseness with a veneer of truth. But the prober of hearts knows that this is not truth, because the truth is one thing alone, to pray to God alone with no ulterior motives whatsoever. Therefore, a person who needs other people for something finds it very difficult to pray in public, since in public he is overcome by all kinds of insincerity and deceptions that are glazed over with truth. Thus, a person must be careful while he is praying, or while he is engaged in some other devotion, that at least then he should not be in the category of a person who needs other people. Rather, he should genuinely put his hope and his trust in the Lord his God, and not think of any person or any creature at all while he is praying. Then he will be able to stand among thousands of people and still pray honestly to God alone. This is the interpretation of the verse, I will pray to God with my life, Psalms 146.2. That is, when I live my own life and I do not need other people, then I can pray to God alone. For when a person needs other people, his life is not life, Beitzah 32b. That is, his life is not his life because he lives off other people. But when I do not need other people and I live my own life, then I will be able to praise God and to pray before Him honestly.
9. By means of the desire and yearning that a person has to bring a mitzvah or any other holy thing that he desires and yearns to do from potential to actual, he thereby draws vowel points to the letters of his speech. This enables him to bring out his speech in its perfected form from the narrow straits of his throat, so that he will call and cry out to God a great deal with his speech, until he brings the holy thing that he longs for from potential to actual. This idea is captured in the phrase, points of silver, hakesef, Song of Songs 1.11. That is to say, by means of a person's yearnings, kisufim, and desires, vowel points are thereby created for the letters of his speech, so that his speech may come out in all its perfection, and he will be able to actualize, indeed, the holy the thing Nachman's that he desires to do. The Master of Prayer. He was considered mad. The people in that land were so immersed in their belief in wealth that anyone who spoke against them was considered a madman. They then asked him, Whenever the mighty warrior is mentioned, you ask, Can this be the mighty warrior? What is the meaning of your words? I was once with a king, he replied, and he had a mighty warrior who was lost. If the warrior is this mighty warrior, then I know him. Furthermore, your faith in the land where you consider all the people gods is mere foolishness. They will not be able to help you. In my opinion, if you trust in them, it will be your downfall. How do you know that, they asked. He replied, the king with whom I was had a hand. That is, he had an image of a hand with five fingers. The lines on the hand formed a map of the world. Letter number 148. With thanks to God, Saturday night, Shoftim, 5594. Congratulations and Mazel Tov to my dear son, Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. Praise God, my daughter, Hanat Cyril, your sister, may she live, labored and gave birth to a daughter this past Friday, Erev Shabbat. We were filled with great bitter pain over her labor, which was extremely difficult, and lasted from Thursday night until about two hours after the morning prayers on Friday, at approximately ten o'clock. You already know, my dear son, the interpretation of the verse, God is good to all, that God is good for all, for everything in the world. This belief is the basis of all prayer. Praise God, we have precious treasures in our storehouses. Awesome prayers for a woman struggling with a difficult birth, and they came to our aid when she was practically drained of all strength. As it says in the verse, and there is no strength to give birth. 2 Kings 19.3 But the knower of secrets heard our cry, and she gave birth safely with God's help. With what can I come before God? I will bow down to God, the Exalted One, for all the miraculous favors He has bestowed upon us, that we know such awesome lessons about every subject in the world. The page is too short, and there is not enough time to go through all the places that the Rebbe speaks about the topic of birth. And each lesson or conversation can bring a person to awe of God, to true piety, and to become a true tzaddik. How great are the acts of God which He has done for us in this generation! Who has performed such deeds? After God helped me, and she safely gave birth, through His compassion, they began pressuring me for money to cover the remaining provisions for Shabbat and to get what was needed for my daughter, may she live. I did not have a single pruta to give, and I was worn out and weary from not sleeping the whole night with the pain and distress I had over the birth. What's more, it was Erev Shabbat. Just then, Rabbi Isaac, the son of Rabbi Yudel the Kohen, arrived, bringing me your letter with the two rubles. Now I don't have to tell you what you gained for yourself by coming through with the money just then. It was certainly God's hand that sent me his agent at just the right time. 
but it was your desire to do good which gave you the merit of doing it, because the person is led in the direction he wants to go. It is now close to midnight, and I have still not hired a coach, but because of my love for you, I took the opportunity now to prepare you this letter. When the messenger comes, I will certainly not have time to write. All this is to encourage you and give you fresh inspiration with my words. Reb Nussin's as your heart desires. Year two. Letter number 384. With thanks to God, the 13th of Nisan, 5602. My dear beloved son, greetings to you and your family. I received your letter, along with the letter enclosed there and the wine. I hope to God that I will drink the four cups from your wine on Seder night with God's help. The reason I did not write you about your son, may he live, starting to study Chumash, was only because of my own preoccupation. I ask you and warn you, please, from now on, do not scrutinize such things so much. It only upsets you for nothing. There is a tremendous amount to say about this, but it is impossible right now. Then, when you do come here, I do not know what to talk about first. I have conveyed a little, though, to the bearer of this letter. May God give you and us a kosher Pesach. Let us be happy and rejoice in him. The words of your father who prays for you, Nassan of Breslov. Now, too, I forgot the essential point due to all my concerns. This is to remind you anew that your son, may he live, has begun Chumash from Torah reading Vayikra. And this word, Vayikra, is written in the Torah with a small aleph. This parsha was said immediately following the building of the tabernacle. And this very same task is performed in every generation by the true tzaddikim who build a tabernacle from the good points which are to be found in the most inferior people, even in the sinners of Israel. Furthermore, it is from this tabernacle that the school children receive the breath of their mouths, which is untainted by sin. All this is the lesson of Zamra, Lakute Moharan 1, 282, and you very much need to review all this daily. I too encourage myself only with this and with other similar teachings, in particular when it comes to leading our holy gathering. What is more, we are now engaged in reading these Torah portions from the book of Vayikra, Leviticus, and in reciting each day at the beginning of the month of Nisan the Torah readings regarding the dedication of the altar by the chiefs of each tribe. These readings then conclude with the Torah reading about the menorah, which informs and radiates to every person the knowledge that the whole world is full of His glory. How great are God's kindnesses! How deep are His thoughts! That we merited in this generation to know about vitality and life-giving inspiration such as this, I do not have time to continue any longer. Just be really happy, only happy, again happy. As the Hasidim in Hungary call it, Chak Chak, joy, joy. Rabbi Avin Barhuna, Rabbi Avin Demin Neshikaya, Avin Barchista, Rabbi Avin Nagra, Rabbi Avin Bar Shmuel, Avin Siporaa, Avin Ramaa Bemitzvot, Rabbi Avin Barav Ada, Rabbi Avin Slash Abahu Ben Zutarta, Rabbi Avin Barav Nachman, Rabbi Avin Halevi, Rabbi Avin Barchia, Rabbi Avin Bar Kahana, Rabbi Avin Barbisna, Rabbi Avin Braid Rabbi Tanchum Barabi Tarifin, Rabbi Avin Bar Ihi, Avin Bar Binyamin, Rabbi Avin, Ravin Stama, Rabbi Boon of the Yerushalmi, Ravin Bar Chinuna, Ravin Sava, Ravin Dinarash, Ravin Chasida, Ravin Bar Mamel, 
Ravin Bar Abba, Rabbi Avin Bar Shiva, Ravin Bar Prayers. One prayer number one thirty, one ninety one. Hashem, my God, you are exceedingly great. There is no limit to your greatness and your compassion and goodness. You created man so that he will know and recognize you, so that he will gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and visit in his palace. That is the essence of the most wondrous delight in this world and in all worlds. It is so great that we can give it only the inadequate labels of delight and goodness. Fortunate is the person who attains it. Inheriting 310 Worlds In your compassion, you promised through your holy sages that you will give each righteous person an inheritance of 310 worlds. As the verse states, There is substance to give an inheritance to those who love me, and I will fill their treasuries. In your compassion, you reveal to us that all 310 worlds are felt only in the heart. So it, is imp- so it is possible for two people to sit next to each other in the Garden of Eden, and one has all 310 worlds in his heart, and the other person is empty because his heart is lacking all this. A plea for spiritual rescue. And so, my Father in Heaven, have compassion on me and help me from now on at any rate to be among those who fear you and do your will until I too, with the help of your wondrous and awesome compassion and goodness, will really inherit those 310 worlds in my heart, so that I will truly know and recognize you with true insights that correspond to the 310 worlds. Master of the world, you who are filled with compassion, you know how endlessly far I am from this, and I still need to appeal to you a great deal to rescue me from Gehenna, from the lowest Sha'ol and even lower I have sinned a great deal against you, until my sins passed over my head. Like a heavy load, they have been too heavy for me. I have sunken into the muddy depths and cannot stand. I have entered into the deep water, and the rushing current washes over me. I have added new sins to my first. What can I say? How can I speak? How can I justify myself? Through your tzaddikim, you reveal to us the mighty vastness of your infinite compassion and kindness. Therefore, I must strengthen myself and cast myself down before you and appeal to you to help me attain all of the goodness in all the worlds as we have been urged to do by the true tzaddikim who taught us in your name to hope for this. You who are filled with compassion, have compassion on me. God, my protective shadow, save me. Rescue me from shame in this world and in the world to come. Save me from your harsh punishments. Rescue me from your wrath. Have pity on me in your vast compassion. Have compassion on me and help me awaken from now on at any rate to truly return to you. Help me from now on to be a truly worthy person in accordance with your goodwill and in accordance with the will of your true tzaddikim so that I too will inherit 310 worlds. Do not disappoint my hope for your compassion is infinitely vast. Your compassions are many, Hashem. Revive me in accordance with your words. For the sake of your name and in the merit and power of the true tzaddikim on whom we always rely, have compassion on me and on all those who rely on me. Master of compassion, I have come before you in the power of the merit of the true tzaddikim to seek you regarding all these matters. You who do great things beyond comprehension and wonders without number, perform great wonders for me, so that from now on at any rate I will act in accordance with your goodwill and I will no longer return to my foolishness. Help me from now on to reject all bad and confused thoughts. Always be with me to draw all my ideals and thoughts into Torah and prayer, 
so that I will be attached to you, your Torah, and your service from now and forever. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my Rock and my Redeemer. Amen and Amen.